Hey y'all, I'm Allie Spears, and this is Ag Chicks, where we dig deep with the women who are helping to feed the world. Today, I'm sitting down with Mariah Hunter, and she is another one of the ladies from the Rural Rooted Retreat. And Mariah is a badass farm her and ranch her <laughs> from Kentucky, <laughs> who literally does all of the cool things with her family in tow. Um, but Mariah, if you would not mind telling us a little bit about yourself to kind of get things rolling. Yeah. Um, first, thanks for having me on here. I'm very excited. Uh, hopefully I don't screw it up. <laughs> no, it'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm from Kentucky. Um, I met my husband probably about 10 years ago and he had a few cows and that's kind of why I married him. But um, <laughs> we, uh, we kind of grew our herd from there over the years. We've got two little farm boys, four and almost one. And we have a cow calf operation. Uh, mostly Angus, nothing registered or anything, just, mm-hmm. you know, commercial. And um, we do hay. We do a lot, a lot of hay. That's kind of our main gig right now. And um, hopefully eventually we can let the boys take over the hard part yeah, right. <laughs> and we can just pull with the cows. Right. Um, so yeah, we, um, that's pretty much what we do. Hay and cows. That's what we do. Hey, I like <laughs> it. It's, it's- People may think like, oh, that's simple, but man, uh, there's a lot that goes into it. <laughs> yes, there is. And as I, cause I didn't grow up in agriculture. Um, I grew up in this same area, but I lived in a subdivision. I was actually homeschooled. Um, my husband lived a few miles away from where I grew up. And so, but we never, we never met or anything like that. So um, kind of, I don't know, we're, we're first generation farmers. It's his parents. Um, his parents' land that's kind of been passed to us, and um, so I kind of was drinking from a fire hose and uh, <laughs> jumped in with both feet, and I do all the record keeping and all that stuff, and that's just kind of been, it's been a lot, but but really good. I wouldn't have it any other way. I can't imagine working a, just a regular job anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. It's always something different, but I love it, so. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So the fact that you did not come from agriculture is like shocking to me with the fact that how much you know and how much you do and all like you seriously like you fix the tractor you like do all the cow things like it's crazy to me what was how was that transition for you. Um, I, I was raised just um, working I probably got my first um, full-time job when I was 15, being homeschooled, I could kind of do that. Mm -hmm. And I just always, my work ethic, I just, I love to work. I love it. Love it. Love it. I love to learn. Um, I probably could have picked an easier profession, but, um, (laughs) I don't know, I, I guess just being around animals and, um, also being your own boss and then just picking up things from other farmers, um, is how I learned the most. Uh, me and Trent both that's my husband mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that <laughs> um, but we've learned so much just from going up to the local breakfast spot and sitting there with all the old farmers and drinking mm-hmm. coffee and we've learned more doing that than anywhere because neither of us went to college I mean I took college classes but it wasn't you know so I didn't go to college for any of that but it was I learned the best by just by doing, but also other people's experiences. Um, I'm not a book person. Yeah. So it's just, I, I don't know. Um, it's been crazy. Yeah. 
lots of hands-on experiential learning type situations. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also I, Instagram, right? <laughs> I well, that's a lot of stuff from people on Instagram, honestly. Yeah. And I've um, heard a lot of first generation um, farmers and ranchers lately who have kind of said like, I learned from things online, which is yeah. kind of like, it's a really cool resource if you think about it, as long yeah. as correct information is being put out there, I guess. <laughs> right. Right. And you've always got to do your own research on things right. and whatnot. And, but there's more than one way to skin a cat and mm-hmm. Um, farming is no different. Um, I, I guess when we first started, I was kind of hesitant to share some of our farm life as opposed to, cause I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing it this way. What if, you know, not that my way's wrong, but like, what if they think different of me for doing it a certain way, or we don't have this or we don't have that or, um, but I think it's important to show all aspects because chances are there's a bunch of other people out there doing the same damn thing you are. And yep. they need to know that, yeah, I don't know. Right. Well, even just kind of like validating that, like exactly like you said, my way is not wrong. It's just different. And this is how we do things. And this is how it works for our operation. So if you do things different, like that's totally cool. As long as it works for you. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that other people have helped you, um, how, what's that experience been like being a young couple who's wanting to do things in agriculture have, I mean, it sounds like they've been pretty helpful, but has there been kind of some challenges with that as well? Um, there's definitely challenges at, you know, when people first meet us or see us or whatever, of course we, we kind of grew up in this area. So right. everybody knows us as right. the farming couple, you know, we're the <laughs> whatever, but um, it's been a little challenging, you know, people like, I bail all the hay. I guess we'll get to that later. But um, sometimes we do custom baling. And it's just funny when I pull up in some old farmer's field and, you know, I'm in this big tractor and baling hay. And he, and then this old farmer just comes up and he's like, uh, looking at me like I got <laughs> Not expecting heads. you. <laughs> no, no. And then they literally, this drives me nuts. They literally sit in the field and watch the entire time and I'm like come on like <laughs> yeah but also I think it fascinates some people how one how young we both are mm-hmm. and that we chose this life kind of right? and um but also yeah that I'm a female and um doing all this stuff um so it's been a little challenge but also I think more it's been good for people to see that too like old and young because Mm -hmm. it gives um the younger generation like oh maybe I can do this if I want you know this isn't just something that old farmers do you know yeah absolutely and again like with you sharing your story on Instagram now well social media in general um I think that opens up the platform even more for individuals to see like okay like that's pretty cool that she does all that like maybe that's something I'm interested in Um, right and how has been sharing your story thus far? How has that been? Um, I'm getting better at it. It's hard. <laughs> it, it is very hard. Um, I don't generally like to talk about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I generally, you know, used to not want to share anything at all and just like live in my own little bubble and corner. And, um, and I was just fine doing that. But then I think that there is so much disconnect from agriculture in general and what we do. Like 
I don't know, people, I guess sometimes think, oh, you just ride around on a tractor all day. That's not Mm -hmm. hard work. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I might not be running around on this certain day, but um, just showcasing how much we care, especially um, with the cows and, and, and how the lengths that we go to care for them and um, care for the land and just showing that um, it's been difficult, but like I said, I'm getting better. (laughs) It's hard to know which parts to share and which parts to not. Um, Yeah. That's, that's kind of the part that I've been struggling with too, is just the fact of like, okay, would anyone like even care to know about this? Like, right. Why would anyone else want to know? But they do. And that's the part that amazes me every single time that I put something out there. Yeah, I think that we get so used to our, our life and what we do that it's like the little simple things that people are like, wait, what? Yeah. I didn't know that. Or that's interesting. Or like, why do you do this? And I, I find myself constantly going, oh, maybe I should go back to the basic basics and be like, even even to like, okay, with the difference between a heifer and a bull and a steer, like totally. people don't, there's people that don't know that. And that's not anybody's fault, but I think it's our job. Um, as people in ag to go back to the basics and make sure that we are very clear on, I don't know, our job and yeah, connecting them back to ag. Yeah, just the simple building, well, I always kind of call it the building blocks to success as far as like those little tiny things that you and I may think like, oh, well, that's just common knowledge when in fact, the mass majority of people have no idea what yeah. we're talking about when we say the word heifer. Yes, I know. <laughs> exactly. It's so true. So true. And for um, you guys, I know you just talked about too, like people not understanding what it goes into the cattle side of things and then like taking care of land. Um, I know I talked to Amanda uh, from Grandview Beef about this, but yeah. like that's for like next generations and people don't really understand that either as far as, yeah, sure. Like we're, our family's using it right now, but I'm assuming, you know, as long as your kids want to be involved yeah. in agriculture, like that's for them in the future as well. So it's not just right here and now, it's really thinking about the future and what what all of that means and making decisions for the future too. And that's really stressful. <laughs> yes, it is very stressful. Yeah, it's not just for the, you know, for our benefit here and now and whatever. And yes, Lord willing, I hope that both our boys want to be involved somehow, some way, because you know, we've built all this up and I would hate to see it, you know, just anybody in the family right. to take over. Um, but yeah, we really do for future planning and you have to know like in fertilizer and just learning how to take care of all, all just all of it so that the future generations have something to work with basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. My gosh. It's a whole nother subject. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you mentioned you, you and your husband didn't go to college, which I don't think is either here nor there because the fact that you are able to like what you're doing from a day-to-day process is something you couldn't learn in a classroom anyways. Um, But you are like a scientist, a weather person, like all of these different things in one job title. And I think that's what always amazes me about people in agriculture is how they can literally do all of that. Yes, we adapt. We we are resilient and we just adapt to whatever the situation is. And I mean, yeah, I've learned, Trent's taught me a lot how to just fix random things, little things. And now, and then I feel like, oh yeah, I know what I'm talking about. But then I'm like, well, two days ago I didn't. So (laughs) I'm constantly learning and um, 
it's crazy when you think about all the job titles we we carry pretty much yeah. <laughs> all the different hats <laughs> all the hats yes <laughs> yeah like wasn't that your was that your post? yes and I didn't yes. I didn't say that in reference to that but now I'm putting two and two together but yes, yes. it's just who you are yeah yep. yep oh but my gosh I do want to talk a little bit about your cattle side of things too um I so the hay you said you guys do a lot of custom work with that and then obviously your own stuff as well um cattle cow calf operation with Angus cattle for the majority but like what does that mean cow calf for you guys like what what goes into that I know it's a lot but yeah it is a lot oh my goodness and we're honestly just getting that side of our um agriculture operation kind of down because we've been so focused on hay because this is big horse country out here so hay is where it's at right um as far as cow calf we oh my gosh where do I even start <laughs> So we, uh, we buy our bulls to breed our cows and, um, obviously <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. No, but that's, that's an important thing to mention because sometimes, I mean, some operations use AI, some use bulls. That's, so true. that's important. Yeah. 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 So, so we don't, we don't AI or anything. We, um, it's an all natural service and we actually don't have one large herd because Kentucky is kind of so broken up. Mm -hmm. land is hard to find not just in Kentucky I'm sure but right. we have a couple herds kind of spaced out a little bit but um I don't know well so anyway so we breed them and then um wean them after I guess close to five six hundred pounds uh the cows mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know where to start this is like a lot no it um, is and that's I think that's important for people to know too is like you can't sum it up in really? one neat little sentence. Like it is right. a process and it takes nine months for a cow to have a calf. And during that process, there's yeah. other processes going on and right. it's oh a lot. God. Oh, so um, we have, I'll start here. We have a three month cabin window. So okay. we leave the bulls in um, for three months and we pull them out, put them in their own separate field. Um, and actually we just started doing that in the last year because hay was so busy for us that we we were those farmers that left their bulls in all year and we yeah. just realized oh my gosh this is horrible right. this is not working because then your cabin all year oh. long it's just it was not feasible and so we we bit the bullet and we just we got it down um newbie here <laughs> no I'm I'm actually so glad you just said that because so I have come from a cattle background right and now with my boyfriend Ty and I having our very big herd of three heifers here he wants to buy a bull and just leave the bull in there with them and I'm like no that's not how yeah. we're doing this so no. I'm glad he said that because I'm going to have him listen to this podcast <laughs> yeah it was horrible because we would be you know because then so when a calf is born um nine months later we go out and we tag them uh so we put a tag in their ear for identification and then we also, uh, if it's a bull calf, we will band it. Okay. And then, um, so it was, it was really hard to do that when they were cabin all year long, because yeah. we'd be out bailing hay till nine o'clock at night. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get off work from bailing hay and go tag for seven yeah. calves. Yeah. Or with, a, with the head, uh, spotlight in the field. Oh, yeah. No. Oh my gosh. If I'm going to use the spotlight, I'm going to go frog gigging or something like that. <laughs> it's not, no. Uh -uh. So it was just, um, we were missing a lot of calves and 
it was just too much. So we are getting our cabin season down. It's, it should be down now. There's still a few <laughs> little, yeah, a few little things we got to work out. Um, but it's so much better, so much better. So then, so after we wean them all, um, and oh, another thing about having your cabin season down is that way, if, if you don't have a cow, if you have a cow that didn't breed in those three months and you don't know about it because the bull was in there all year, like, you know, they're just eating your money away. Right. And so right. If, right. You, if she doesn't have a calf at the end of this, the next, if she's a free lighter, cycle, yeah. then she's like, hanging out. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, this is not a welfare office. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, so uh, after we wean the calves, they go to their own separate lot. Um, we use a feed blend from our local uh, feed mill, kind of local, it's about an hour away. And um, we feed them out until, it honestly depends on the market most of the time. Yeah. Uh, some of them we keep back to uh, direct sell, like um, just halves and holes. Cause okay. when the market was so bad last year, we really yeah. didn't have a choice. Right. <laughs> But also it was hard finding uh, butcher appointments. So that was kind of a weird balance. But um, we just kind of do a little bit of everything. And honestly, it just goes by the market and, and depends. So we do feed them out. We background them as, as long as we can. Um, and then take them to the stockyards usually. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So there's another thing that Amanda and I kind of talked about is having different facets of your businesses, right? And so that's yeah. important because like 2020, you never know when things are going to go south and all the plants are going to be closed. So right. um, the fact that you guys have that whole direct side of things and then the, the stockyards and all that is good to have a well-rounded business for sure. Yes. Yes. You never know when people need food are going to need exactly. food exactly. and getting it from their local farmer is, you know. That's, that's what people want to do anyway. And I think people are realizing that more and more that, uh, oh, you know, maybe, maybe we should depend on our local farmers now because they didn't let us down last year. <laughs> yep. Yep. They fed us through the pandemic, right? Yeah. <laughs> they were still essential. <laughs> right. We, oh my gosh. Yeah. Still went to work every day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No days off. <laughs> <laughs> no. Except today because it's raining. Yeah. Because it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Oh yeah. There's just so many different, so many different aspects. And that's why I get tied up just trying to talk about, yeah, well we have cows and we do this because it's just, there's a little bit of everything, you know, yeah. we, we get them up, we worm them twice a year. We got to put mineral out for them. We got to do this and that. And it's constantly, it's always something. Yep. You got to check. <laughs> they get sick. Yeah. That's <laughs> yep. You got to check everything, make sure there's no one sick and then yeah, someone is sick that you missed and that spreads to the herd and it's just a oh. never-ending cycle of everything <laughs> no it's never ending and it always comes at the worst times mm -hmm. it's like oh but yeah yep. no. <laughs> so just because I know you had mentioned this at Real Rooted but how does Trent like being a star on Instagram now <laughs> oh um let's just say he's he's not mad about it anymore yeah he's actually like trying to contribute because it might make me money someday right, right. <laughs> so, so he's kind of okay with it he just kind of rolls his eyes and um goes on with it <laughs> he goes along with it whatever <laughs> for the most part yes um 
I know I didn't mention this before. <laughs> I guess I should probably mention that. Uh, so Trent was in a in a wreck about 10 years ago now, mm-hmm. close to 11 years. He's going to hate me for telling <laughs> It's fine. Um, so he's in a wreck. It took um, most of his eyesight. So he only has 20% vision in his left eye. Um, so that just throws a whole other dynamic in, into everything. Um, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And so, and I didn't want to say anything until you shared it, obviously. I know. <laughs> but that yeah. was something when we at Rural Rooted, I know we keep, I keep talking about Rural Rooted. Oh my God, it was so great. But it really I know because it was amazing. Yeah. And so, <laughs> Um, when Mariah told us her story, it was like, everyone was kind of like, wait, what did you just say? Like, <laughs> that is a part of your life and you're doing all of these crazy things, which not to take anything away from Trent in any way, shape or form, because I know oh, he's no. there helping you, teaching you all of that kind of stuff. But yeah. the fact that you are even, um, like the fact that you are able to do all of those things. And then there's also this, you call yourself your, his seeing eye brunette, right? That's what he told me yeah. that I was, when we first kind of met and whatever, he was like, I guess you're my seeing eye brunette now. Yeah. It just, <laughs> and, um, yeah. Your, your story and your family story is so inspiring. Just the fact that you guys do as much as you do and are successful at it really. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to take away either from the fact that we, our families are, we're so close to both our families. So we definitely, like, as far as like the kids, mm-hmm. um, they, it's been, they are very helpful when it comes to late days bailing or late days this, and we could not do it by ourselves. Um, but yeah. So when I met him, I, it's funny. I didn't even really know he was blind. Yeah. Cause he just gets around so good yeah. and um, just kind of adapted to, to things. But we met, I was waitressing um, and him and his grandpa used to come in and, um, and eat lunch and whatever. And I was like, why does he never, like, everybody talks to me. Like yeah. I'm, the, I'm like the local waitress. What yeah. is it? Like, why is he not talking to me? And he never would look at me. And anyway, I quit my job and his grandpa offered me a job riding horses for him and I was like okay cool you know yeah. keep farm boy down there like right. yeah I could ride some horses <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and like two days in or three days in I don't I honestly this part of our story is so blurred to me because mm-hmm. we literally from that day on never spent a day apart yeah and we were cleaning stalls out one day and he told me and I was like what you're not like you're you're pulling my leg like yeah you're not blind like you're kidding like yeah Yeah, you're kidding like I just saw you drive your Polaris Ranger (laughs) down the road and like you went up to up a hill and like didn't hit the tree like what right Right. so um so yeah (laughs) and then the rest is history but um he he's so inspiring he just I was like man if he can do this the way that he is like I can do that and then he just he just started teaching me everything um from the passenger seat like mm-hmm. he just he said all right when you're pulling a trailer like don't I I tore so much stuff up. <laughs> it's not even funny like probably sometimes good he couldn't see it right <laughs> right exactly and I'm like how do you do you can't even see and you know how to do this like right? oh my gosh <laughs> But that was back back in the day. We didn't have the tractor with the with the little uh, buddy seat. Mm-hmm. 
So we'd go out and field. Of course, I had to sit on his lap and, yeah. you know, <laughs> I was steering and he was probably like, oh yeah, this is, this is way better than me trying to run right. any stuff. But, um, <laughs> right. Oh man. So we've, we've adapted though. And like in the past couple of years, um, we have two mowers, so he can see a little bit, but it's just very limited. Um, so we have two, two mowers when we're, when we're cutting hay mm -hmm. and I'll go in front and he'll be behind me because he can see the tractor and he can see the line that he's following. Okay. Um, that way, if there's a sinkhole or whatever, and I can see it, you know, I'll mow all the way around it and he'll just go around, around me. And yeah, it's, it is it, it has its struggles um, oh I'm sure yeah but I'm sure when the cows are out in the middle of the night and somebody calls he just looks at me and I'm like oh yeah because he can't he can't legally drop on the <laughs> stay legally yeah. drop on the road but right right <laughs> probably shouldn't yeah um, so, <laughs> but yeah it's quite a quite a fiasco sometimes <laughs> yeah but you guys do it and again going back to you're doing it in your own way and I think it makes yeah. it um, special and is going to show your kids, like you can literally do anything you want. Yeah, literally. There's no limitations. Um, Trent has never used his, we don't even like call it a disability because like he works harder than most people, like <laughs> a oh, lot 100%. of people have all their eyes, like both yeah. their eyes. No, that. totally. Um, I mean, so, just even like, seeing him clip it in your stories and stuff, <laughs> I'm like, dude, that guy can work circles around me and I can like yeah. I have no reason not to be able to right 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 and I think it's just I've been trying I told him I said people want to see this like totally people need to see how we have adapted and and learned and like just how you do things and he remembers everything from he's just he he works from memory mm -hmm. and um, touch and you know sockets and things like obviously you can't see the sizes on the sockets but he'll he just Builds around and, and gets it. <laughs> it makes it work. It's incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is. Everybody has to get out of the way when he's driving the tractor, though. <laughs> he's usually pretty good, but yeah. just in case. <laughs> Some things are just gonna say, I do a lot of praying when we're out in the field somewhere. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother level of stress, right? Just to, gotta worry about your, what you're doing and then kind of just gotta keep an eye on that things, things over there yeah. as well. Yeah, but, but um, it's kind of like reversed our goals a little bit, you know, how because I see a lot of like the farm wives and stuff on Instagram, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm the professional gate getter or whatever. Right. And I'm like, well, that's my husband. Yep. <laughs> like, like, there are the gate. <laughs> right, right. Like, I'm driving Mr. Daisy around and he's yep. just like, <laughs> we make it work though. And he never, like, we joke about it because what do you get? Yeah. I mean, if you don't laugh, you're going to cry. Like, exactly. it's just he's, he's adapted and, uh, we have two beautiful little boys and I, we haven't quite got around to explaining that to our four-year-old, but <laughs> you know what though, um, it's not going to matter to him, you know, no. it's, it's, yeah. that's going to be yeah. dad and it doesn't matter. Yeah. He sees everything that he does now. And, and honestly, I can't wait till he can reach the pedals because <laughs> I'll feel a lot better yeah. <laughs> when he's with him. Right He'll go time. down the road and Trent's like, all right, buddy, you see anybody coming? And I'm like, yeah. oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> but it's, it makes your family just such a team dynamic too, because y'all need each other, right? So. Yes, we do. It, it, we, we all work together and mm -hmm. um, it's pretty wild, pretty wild. And we do have, there's an older, an older man that does come help. So I, again, we could not do this um, 
by ourselves. Yeah. Or I say help. He works for us. He's retired and and he's been a huge, huge blessing because I literally cannot do it. I need my own farm life, like right. to cook and do right. all the things. An assistant. I am dying. <laughs> yes. But it's fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> we love it. I would not, I would not trade it for the world. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, that's this the whole lifestyle of things, right? It's it's really hard, but yeah. What else? I don't see any, like, what else would you do? You know what I mean? Like what, yeah. there's nothing else that just sounds right. So, yeah. Well, and that's another thing is just how hard people in agriculture work going back to people are so disconnected. This job is way too hard to keep doing it if we didn't care. Like, oh. yeah. I don't know if I said that right, but like, it's just a whole different stress but it's also a whole different reward at the end of the day and you know like losing a calf that's that never gets easy ever ever but it's also just part of it and the reward when you save one is 10 times better I mean it's yeah people think farmers don't care but (laughs) it's just too hard not to oh yep you have to otherwise why do it exactly like you just said yeah yeah so my biggest question, are you freaking sponsored by Bud Light yet? <laughs> no, I should be drinking one right now, but it's like 9.30 here, so right? not yet, and they will not, I keep tagging them and tagging them, like, pick me, pick me. No, someday, Trent's like, the day you get sponsored by Bud Light, blah, blah. I'm like, come on, come on, give me some credit. Right? I'm, I'm convinced it's going to happen, and if not, I'm writing a nasty letter to whoever's in charge of their social media. Oh my gosh, do it. You should do it anyway and be like, I'm go! Going. Yeah, so at Real Rooted, just as like a side story, um, we had a photographer, and she took amazing pictures of everybody. Oh my gosh. But all of a sudden, here comes Mariah, and she, I can't remember if you had a dress on or your overalls or whatever outfit you were in, and she's got Bud Lights in her hand, and she's like, okay, I'm ready, and like, that was it, like, that was you, like, in a nutshell, and the picture now amazing. She, she did so good, Cass, you're amazing, um, she captured everybody's pictures, yes, we're just so, uh, you like yeah each of us in a nutshell yes it was yes and I loved it and you could see my double chin but I was so happy right drinking my beer I was just everything was great it was so much fun yes 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 (laughs) oh my gosh yeah are you ready for our rapid fire questions oh gosh all right let me you get at least some coffee. Okay, let me, um, they are very random, so um, bear with me. Okay, okay the fine. first one is, and this is just perfect, but is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes it is. <laughs> like, I read that one and I was like, oh, that's definitely got to be a Mariah question. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. If they don't like it now, like actual real, which I mean, they are all about fake meat. So maybe, maybe it's okay to them. I don't know. Maybe. Well, it's just a fake zebra. So yeah. Oh, don't get me started on that. Good grief. <laughs> Second question is what is your favorite beverage? 
Bud Light. <laughs> also an obvious one. <laughs> Beer <laughs> and coffee. Yeah. I do, I do drink water. Just water. Every once in a while, throw the, throw the body just, off. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, yeah, throw my body off. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, <laughs> And then the last one is what is your favorite season? Uh, that one's that one's hard because farming has so many different seasons. Um, I love, I mean, cabin season and hay season. It's just, it. I love it. I love cabin season in the beginning, and by the end of it, I'm ready for hay season. And hay season, I love the beginning, and then probably about in the middle of hay season, I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> it's time for some baby calves. Yeah. <laughs> but that is uh, that's one thing. I mean, farming is just so diverse and they're like I said it's never the same thing every day and so it's just um it's you don't ever get bored no you never get bored so no. I don't know never a dull moment. <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah calving and hay I can't pick those two seasons that works I'm, I'm I'll accept your answer <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mariah, thank you so much for hanging out with me. This has been great. Um, and if people are wanting to connect with you, what is the best way for them to do that? Um, Instagram, my, I just changed my handle. So <laughs> it's Mariah G Hunter right. and that's, um, M O R I A H. Yes. But, um, yeah, some people misspell that all the time. So Yes, a very unique way of spelling it. I like it. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I'm so, yeah. not so I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yours is a little different too. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, Mariah, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy, crazy life to come and chat with me for a little while. And yeah. um, I know that your story is going to continue to inspire people and we will all continue to um, watch for the clippets of Trent um, <laughs> teaching you how to do things and your Bud Light experiences. <laughs> yes, I cannot wait to share all those things. Thank you so much for having me. This is, I'm still like shaking. I'm like, oh, this is like crazy. But thank you so much, Allie. And it's so good to see your face again. <laughs> I know, I missed you. <laughs> I know, we need a reunion. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ag Chicks. Don't forget to follow along on social media at AgChicks on Instagram and Facebook, and that every episode has a visual version on YouTube on the AgChicks channel.